episode 191, Making an Impact Day One. Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Glenn from the On Education Podcast. And we're part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, hey, elite educators. It's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. Thanks for stopping by for another a lesson that I have learned and cannot wait to pass on to you. That means you are investing in your own potential just by listening to a podcast. And that is why I call you an elite. I want to talk to you about making an impact with students on day one of the school year. And I'm going to share with you two vital tasks that you need to implement day one so that you can make a long lasting positive impact. Let's reignite your passion and your potential. You ready? Here we go. Today's episode is sponsored by Always a Lesson's newer teacher mentorship program for teachers in their first three years of teaching who want support, guidance, and encouragement to successfully reach their potential in half the time. Check out the show notes or shoot me an email at Gretchen at alwaysalesson.com for details to participate. Hey, hey, y'all. I hope your summer was amazing. The school year's getting close, and many of you are heading back to campus these next few weeks to set up your classrooms and attend professional development sessions. Some of you are even having your very first day. Oh, my gosh. But have no fear. This episode is going to get your mind right to go into the year ready to transform the lives of everyone you work with. First up, I have an exciting announcement We are nearing my 200th episode, and I have some things in the works to celebrate, but I need your help. I'll be sure to leave all these details that I'm about to tell you in the show notes in case you're working out or you're driving or like me, just can't commit it to memory right now. Option number one, if you have enjoyed the podcast, just leave me a quick audio comment telling me what your favorite thing about the Empowering Educators podcast is. Don't forget to say your name and where you're from so I can give you the proper shout out. You can use Voxer. My handle there is gschultek. That's my maiden name, G-S-C-H-U-L-T-E-K. You can also use a voice recorder app on your phone and just email that to me, Gretchen at alwayslesson.com. Or option two, if you have a favorite Empowering Educators episode, email me at Gretchen at alwayslesson.com to cast your vote. Oh, and there's one more thing. I want to celebrate you as a listener too. So as a way to thank you for tuning in each week, I want to reward a handful of you with an Amazon gift card. All you have to do is leave a rating and a review on iTunes, screenshot it, and email that to me, Gretchen at alwayslesson.com, and I'm going to pick a winner in September. So you have a whole month to get your review in there. There's plenty of time. It takes under 10 seconds. I've left ratings and reviews for lots of different podcast shows, and I know it means a world of a difference. 
And I know it makes a world of a difference to encourage those folks to keep trying. And in this instant, helps you get something in return too. So like I said earlier, I'll leave all these details in the show notes. If you're on amazingness overload right now, just go to alwayslesson.com, click on podcast. You'll find this episode and all these details will be there for you. Okay, so let's dive into this episode. It's back to school season and I want to make sure you start the year with intention and tact. Can I just tell you something? (laughs) Every time I say this word, I just think of my dad. No surprise to y'all who have listened to this show for a while. You know, I talk about them, but he would always tell me, you know, you speak your mind, but uh, if you want to be really successful in life and business, you're going to have to have some tact (laughs) because I just kind of like word vomit. I just say it. And then I think about like, oh, that probably didn't come out right. And I always operate from a great place, but I wouldn't say my stream of consciousness is always, um, the best. (laughs) So when I was typing this out to myself as a note, I wanted to share with you. I was like, Oh man, uh, this is something that I work on. And this is why I love the podcast. Cause I'm not just preaching at you. I'm like, here is what I struggle with, still struggling with it. And here's what I've learned to do about it. And I'm sharing it with you. So that's why I say it's a lesson. It's always going to be a lesson. And here we go. So intention, what I mean by that is I think we just can't show up and willy-nilly expect to have an impact. At least that's never really worked in my decades in the classroom. So I want you to have a plan with intention, and I'm going to give you two tasks to do that. But I also want you to do it in a way that reaches folks instead of turns them away, and that's what I mean by tact. So I recently shared a quote image that I created on my Instagram feed. If you haven't followed me yet, it's always.a.lesson. And here's what the quote said. A lot of teachers and students are excited to head back to school, but for some, it brings anxiety and overwhelm. Step back and meet them where they are. And so you might identify with this statement because you're the teacher that feels more anxiety and overwhelm than excitement. Or maybe you see faces of past students who were hesitant and nervous that first day, but they ended up being such an integral part of the classroom community. So whether it's you or someone you know, not everyone skips into school that first day and that's okay. We have to be ready to meet folks where they are because if we don't, we never get invited into their hearts and minds to make that impact. If you've been listening for a while, you know I have, I call them buckets. I don't really know what else to describe them as, but buckets of teachers, groups of teachers. Why I say buckets now that I think about it really doesn't make any sense. But regardless, whatever organizational tool you prefer, We've got new teachers, teacher leaders, and teachers that are in distress. Maybe they lost their job or they're going through a really rough year or teachers in transition. They're moving into a new role or starting uh, at a new school or whatever it may be. And so I am going to lay out my suggestion based on what category you fit in. So just hang in if each one of those doesn't necessarily partake. Just hang on for, for the part that really describes you. So the first group I want to talk about is if you're a new teacher It is okay if every section of your classroom isn't decorated or finished to a T. And those of you veterans are laughing because you're like, oh my God, yeah. (laughs) But we've all been there wanting it to be just so picture perfect uh, because of Pinterest. And it's just not the most important thing. And I know it's your first year and you want to make the best impression, but the work you do is so much deeper than what's on the surface. What is most important is that overall vibe is welcoming. 
and it's fun and that you have a smile on your face. So stop stressing the details. Day one is going to be all about relationships and procedures and some either content review from the previous grade or an introduction to that grade level material. But that means you have time after day one to fine tune or just finish the details. So get that whole Pinterest classroom out of your head because it's getting in your way of you being a teacher. That's a person who imparts knowledge by guiding students along their learning journey. So that personalized calendar or laminated bookmarks or color-coded reading bins, that's not going to hinder this first day process because that doesn't even matter. There's plenty of time that first week to continue anything on your to-do list. Your anxiety and stress over that stuff is pushing kids away. It's not inviting. It's making you not approachable. And that's the last thing you want. So get done what you can and then be 100% present with kids because they see you and they feel what you represent. They don't care about your post-it collection being organized. You know, they just want you to know their name and to love and support them unconditionally and to pull out their best qualities and gifts so that they can begin to see what their future is going to look like. So how you start day one limits or enhances your impact. And we don't want anything to negatively affect a student's trajectory under our care. Knowing their name, giving a genuine smile, sharing a hug or a handshake, and then diving into a fun, low-stakes activity is a great way to help students feel encouraged and excited in your classroom. And by low stakes, I don't mean something performance-based where they already feel like they have to make that 100% grade. Low stakes where it's fun and it's engaging and it allows them to be creative and they know this isn't going to be graded. If you're a teacher in distress or transition, you have a lot on your mind this year. You've overcome previous trials, trying to start fresh and feeling apprehensive about that. Well, kids feel that. They might not know why you feel the way you do or even really understand it, but they pick up that you're unsure and uneasy. And that translates to a lack of trust. They no longer feel safe. Will you be able to help them? Can they rely on you? Will this be another difficult year for them? So although you're going through a rough patch of your educational journey, protect your students from experiencing those adult stressors. You have to push yourself to stay present and say, this is my new normal, or I am starting out as an A-plus teacher and I just have to maintain my standing, not earn it. You know, whatever positive self-talk that you need to participate in, do it. Kids need you to be all in for them. Not that you've never been, but sometimes when we don't feel others are all in for us, we start to doubt them or our path, or our purpose, and then that radiates out from us. And we can't allow that to reach our kids' minds or their hearts because they're going to shut down before they've even opened up. So stay present and positive in what you see for yourself, and that's going to become what students see for themselves. All right, next group, if you're a teacher leader, there are going to be teachers on your caseload that are overwhelmed and anxious about the year. You know, maybe they're new or they didn't have a great year last year or they're transitioning into a new role. All of those factors can make a teacher have an unsettled stomach. And this is a huge distractor to the impact that they can have this year. So just like teachers build relationships, you should too. That means walk the building, make eye contact, greet teachers by name, give high fives, handshakes, hugs, share encouragement and words of affirmation. And in fact, if you know ahead of time who those folks might be that are anxious, visit them the day before, see what you can do to make that transition into day one better. 
And then you can visit them throughout that first day to check in, show your support. I mean, you cannot have an impact if you aren't present. So be there. Forget your to-do list. When students are in classrooms, your teachers trump your to-do list, especially that first day. So encourage, support, and empower. And by the way, if you are someone who's anxious or apprehensive, nervous, whatever for that first day, the tricks that work for you to shift your mindset and get control of your emotions, share that with nervous students and staff. Because the more that we equip others with the same tools that helped us overcome, the better off we all will be down the road. Just like what I do with this podcast. So that's the intention part of my advice. Let's move into the tact part of my advice. So I wrote and shared another quote on Instagram that's starting to get a lot of love. So I know it's resonating with folks and I figured I better just share this with you too, especially as we're kicking off the year with high expectations. So here's what I shared. If you push kids to be their best, you must back that up with twice as much support, kindness, and encouragement to sustain them. So let me just back up and tell you where this post even came from. The type of teacher that I am is one of high expectations. In fact, that's just the type of person I am. I expect a lot of myself, and because of that, I expect a lot out of others. I mean, I'm not irrational about it, and I'm certainly forgiving of someone being a human and having their moment. But overall, I expect a lot of people because they are capable of a lot. And in the classroom, I made sure I always was clear on what my expectations were and then my rationale. You know, that's big for kids, understanding why they have to do something, why them they themselves should want to do something. But you can't just be a hard beep <laughs> because no one works hard for someone that dogs them hard and leaves them on their own. And at the beginning of the year, we talk a lot about expectations and procedures and goals that we have for the year. And all that is great. It, it sets a foundation and it makes it clear what that year is going to be like. But going back to my first Instagram quote, just that discussion can push kids away. If they're already anxious about the year and then you come in hot talking about how much they're going to be stretched and all they're going to accomplish, they are going to hit overwhelm in 1.2 seconds. You've lost them. And same with teachers. If you're going to start the first day of professional development with mapping goals and reviewing their own proficiency results, they're checked out and they're discouraged before you even had a chance to tell them how you're going to show up and help them along the way. We have to make sure we pair every push with a path. And when we say jump, we say, here's the next step. Here's what you can try differently. Here's how I'm going to show up to help you. And when they see the goal and they see the path and they see the support, they might feel some anxiety, but they now see the reality. And a lot of overwhelm comes out of the unknown, not knowing if they can do it, assuming they can't do it because of their past history, looking at the gap from starting point to end point and not feeling confident in crossing over. So what I'm wanting to share with you today is two tasks for day one of school that can make a long lasting positive impact. This is going back to intention and tact. So task one, I want you to acknowledge and meet folks where they are emotionally, physically, and mentally. Some are with it, some are not with it. Task two, set them up for success by providing high expectations with a roadmap and unlimited encouragement to get there. Those two things sound easy, like, duh, but I can't tell you how many times we don't realize our effect on others, whether it lights them up or blows them out. 
If you already have that first day planned, look back at it from a new perspective. Does this activity encourage those who are excited and those who are anxious for the year to begin? Does this empower everyone to meet high expectations on a daily basis without feeling like they're doing it alone? Look at every activity, every interaction that you've planned. Who could it potentially turn off? Who could it potentially turn away? Who could it turn around? And I know we used to do drill work the first week back, you know, just reviewing safety procedures for like a fire or tornado drill. That can put kids on edge. And I most likely lost a lot of my kids that first week. And I can only imagine how long into the year it took to get them back. Kids want to belong. They want to succeed. They want you to consistently fight for them, inviting them in, pushing them for better and never letting them go. And some kids never have a person in their life who calms their fears, excites them for the future, and then helps them turn dreams into reality. So teachers have that opportunity. Get to know your kids and what they want to do in their life. Help them uncover talents and dreams they didn't even know that lived inside them. Just allow them to be kids and not have to worry about adult stressors and anxious moments. Be a consistent love and light in their life. The outside world is tough enough. The inside world doesn't have to be. I know you're going to have a great back to school season. You're now equipped to get everyone excited for the year and for the possibilities in front of them. I cannot wait to hear how this goes for you. Share your tips and success stories with me through comments or DMs or emails, whatever. Just stay connected with me. I want to be that person for you too because you are not exempt from the very same feelings that we are talking about here today. And I got you. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on making an impact with students on day one of the school year. When the right foundation is set, you can accomplish amazing things. So go out and be great. You've just been empowered.